Service your existing car with us right now. And it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Giovanni Van Bronckhurst remains confident Rangers can still turn their Champions League dream into a £40 million reality. A week tonight in Holland, 2-2 last night against PSV here in Glasgow. What do you think, Rangers fans? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Two stars of the big tour with us this evening. Andy Walker, the former Celtics and Scotland star and the legendary Rangers captain, Barry Ferguson. Barry, will that dream become a reality? Can they still do it? Well, there's still a chance. Um, I think the tie pulls wide open. I actually enjoyed the game last night. Two teams that I thought were, were very evenly matched. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a tough one in Eindhoven. Ideally, you would like to have went over there um, in front. Um, but overall, as I said, it's still wide open, 50-50. Um, but Rangers need to go over there and, and obviously win to make sure they progress into the the Champions League group stages. Can we give you breaking news from Rangers? Andy, I can tell you, James Tavernier has today signed an extension to his current long-term deal at Ibrox. The Rangers skipper here for even longer. What a brilliant player he's been for Rangers over the years. And uh, it's funny, I was just speaking to Barry earlier. I wonder what's going to happen with Kent and Morelos. I absolutely mm. understand that they're, they're here for this tie and that will determine whether Rangers get that... Uh, Golden ticket, as uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst uh, referred it to. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with those two. But great news for Tavani. What a captain he's been over the years. Rangers still very much in it, Andy. We'll discuss it in the next couple of hours. Mm. It's not the result that people would have wanted, but it's far from a disaster. 2-2. Two, two. Pretty evenly matched, Barry, would you say, last yeah, night? Yeah, it was. Listen, obviously PSV went one up but Rangers responded in the right manner I've got to say the, the goal that Sholak scored um, great passage yeah. of play and a great finish and I was delighted for Sholak because he's come in for a bit of unfair criticism um, I mean Andy was a, a very good centre forward himself you, you need service and I don't think he's had much service since he's been in the Rangers team but when he's he's had a chance inside that box he's put it in the back of the net and he done that last night then Rangers go 2-1 up, well, obviously a bad mistake for the goalkeeper, but 12 minutes to go, you want to see it out and make sure you go over to Eindhoven with a lead. So I think privately Gio will be disappointed. Two set pieces. Um, the defending wasn't great, certainly in the second goal. Uh, but listen, it's it's wide open for me, as, as you mentioned at the start there. Two evenly matched teams, a lot of good players. But Rangers have got a, a tough task. If you ask me just now, PSV are, are slight favourites home advantage home fans but what a great um, place to go and play in Eindhoven I was lucky enough to do it there myself and hopefully the Rangers players can go over there next Wednesday and put a show on and hopefully get the right result and go through into the, the group stages Has it worked for you the last time? 
over the two legs against uh, yeah, well, the Dutch opposition. We, yeah. had, um, we had the, the first game away yeah. from home, which mm. ideal situation, that's what you would want. But listen, that's the way the draws went. Rangers, for me, I, I said on Monday, they had to make sure they, they get a victory last night. They've not done that, but listen, a draw is still a okay result, but Rangers need to go over there and make sure they put a top performance in because that PSV team are a, a very good football team. Andy, what would you say about Cholak as a striker yourself? I mean, he got a lot of criticism after, you know, just a few yeah. minutes in the park, really, after his first game. Four games, four goals. Yeah, I like him. I like his attitude. And as Barry was saying, he does all his best work inside the box. And that's what I like about... Uh, an attack-minded team like Rangers where they're getting a lot of balls into the box. You need someone on the end of it. And it was interesting that uh, Van Bronckhurst wasn't even interested in bringing Morelos on. You thought he might have got a, a bit of a run out, but uh, Cholak is in good form. And given the service, I think he'll, uh, he'll score goals. And uh, the... The, um, the pass from Steve Davis reminded me very much of Barry. Yeah. You know, you play a pass like that, that's it. You're in behind. The whole picture changes. And then, uh, of course, Tavernier picking Cholak out. But uh, And what's special about that pass? As somebody, uh, you know, it, in the game, I could see it, but you, out to you're, Tavernier. You're up against yeah. a, a packed defence. You're looking for some sort of way to get in behind. And a beautiful weight on it. Uh, he takes it first time, Tavernier. And it was just a... It was a killer pass and it's something that Davis is more than capable of. Are you surprised that Stephen Davis hasn't played more Very much last so. season and this? Very much yeah. so. I think he's got the quality. I think he can uh, control the tempo of a game. Uh, I think he has still got it. Uh, what has he got? 125 odd caps. I think he's, by all accounts, he still trains really well, still very fit. But it's what he can do with the ball. And, uh, you know, a first time pass from him that gets you in behind and that, that was really a, a terrific goal makes it look easy yeah he does listen he, he's, he's a top player yeah. forget about the age he's 37 years of age yeah. <laughs> but listen he's fit as a fiddle and for me he's still the best midfielder um, at Rangers the club. in terms of the quality Stephen yeah, Davis yeah, the best midfielder yeah he's, yep. he's quality um, and you've seen that last night he brings a real calmness to the, to the Rangers team um, and I said that last week in a St Johnson game a lot of people say it's only St. Johnson, but the difference with Steve Davis in the middle of the pitch, for me, Rangers um, play really good football. Him, him and Lundstrom struck up a real good partnership last night. And I thought Steve Davis, again, was exceptional and a, a great pass. The, the first goal for Rangers, one-touch football um, and a great finish for Sholak. But last night, it just showed what a top player Stephen Davis is. For the keeper, were you surprised that they didn't test him more, Andy? Especially when you saw the way he spilled well, what yeah. became the Rangers' goal. Well, I, th I think you've got to admire PSV. They came to the Ibrox and they wanted to win on the night. Maybe that's the benefit of not having the away goal. Yeah, I think you had two teams last night. doesn't matter where, uh, who was home, who was the away side. They both wanted to win on the night. Both had chances. Uh, I agree with Barry. I think PSV are probably slight favourites given that they're home in the second leg and the... Uh, they've been to Ibrox and they've got a 2-2 draw but all to play for you wouldn't rule Rangers out they've had some uh, extraordinary results uh, especially in Europe that's where they seem to raise their game but I'm still not convinced they're a better team with uh, without uh, Aribo and without Bassi that would be my big concern going away from home into that uh, you know such a tight game such an important game Barry are you thinking 
like Andy yeah, you know, no, no Bassey I, I, I yeah. said they're two massive misses yeah, sure. uh, two Rangers probably best players last season certainly Joe Aribo in the first half of the season before he went mm. away to the AFCON for me alongside Callum McGregor were probably the two best players in Scotland um, at that stage um, and Calvin Bassey for me just get better and better every single game I seen him play whether that was at left back wing back left centre half he was exceptional and he, he's been a a big loss um, Sands I don't know if he's a central midfielder or a centre defender um, I think Davis was was injured last night I thought he would have played um, but listen two of them clear you, you're going to miss two players of that quality We'll hear about some of these issues the manager addresses about James Sands he talks about that he talks about Morelos and we will as well with Barry Ferguson and Andy Walker What yeah, are you thinking? I, I was yeah. surprised that he never came on I don't know what Andy's thoughts are um, certainly when um the game when they equalise, you're you're wanting another forward coming on, even just throw him in alongside Sholak. Um, so listen, Gio must have his his reasons because um, he has come on in the previous three games for twenty or so minutes. Um, so it'll be interesting to see the reasons why Gio never um, put him yeah. on last night. The other thing is he's he's got a record of scoring in big games yeah. in Europe, so that's why you're surprised that he didn't come on. Sholak played well. But Morelos, I think, has always got something to offer. You give him the ball anywhere around that uh, 18-yard box, one thing in his mind, just to get a shot away. Uh, so, yeah, I was surprised he didn't come Well, they put well. it to the manager afterwards. What about Morelos? Well, I think Antonio played really well. You know, I didn't want to change him to bring him on. I think Antonio was in the game. He was he was fighting. He was, he was giving pressure. He was dangerous. He was strong. So, I know we have five five substitutes but you know sometimes you want to to sub when you want to change something or or get some freshness in and for me I think Antonio didn't need that because this time last week Barry we were saying that Morellas will surely play at some time if not start yeah I, I thought he maybe have started mm. um, at the weekend if not I was pretty sure he, he, he may have started last night but listen show like four goals in four games um, his form's really good and, and here Gio he's, he's been really impressed with him and he's happy with we show like, but just Andy makes a good point. He's proven in European football, Morelos, at putting the ball in the back of the net, which is the hardest thing for me in football to do. So that's why I was surprised that we never seen him come on, at least for 10 or 15 minutes last night. Rangers fans, what are you thinking if you were at the game last night or watching it on BT? What do you think? 0808 17 17 700 and the socials at Go Football Show. The news at the top of the programme Rangers captain James Tavernier has signed a contract extension. So that must be about five years, Barry. I'll tell you more about it here. Yeah, he's um, been a, Paul, he's been a fantastic player for yeah. Rangers. I think, what was it, £300,000 from Wigan? Great, great business. And <laughs> his numbers from the fullback area, and people can say, well, it's Scottish football or what, but he's been um, really consistent for Rangers. Went through a tough time a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. People were criticising him, but one thing about him, he stood at the front and he's led from the front. And... Um, for me, he's been a, a top Rangers player and he's grew into the captain's role and he, he's, a, he's a proper uh, leader for Rangers. Andy, he's one of only four Rangers uh, players who've captained them in a European final. One of them is what, 10 yards? Is he 10 yards from you? Or is, he, <laughs> is he sneaking a couple of yards? He's... A few yards, <laughs> only a few. Barry, of course, in 2008. There'd be John Gregg, of course, in 72. And then the other one. Who was the other captain, Barry? 
Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, I don't mean to do that. I know. Well, so I hate, when they, I hate when the guys do that with me and say, "What?" Well, I don't know. I'm Rob. Uh, so one of four captains uh, to take Rangers all the way to a final. Now committed to a new deal. It'll take him well into his thirties. Uh, James Tavernier says it's such a great place to play football. I can't wait to see what the coming years have to bring. I'm settled here. My family are settled in Scotland, so it's a no-brainer to get the contract extension over the line. I've been saying it for a week or two, Barry. There's kind of PR going on as well. And the fans want something special today because people are not sure what is going to happen this time next week. Yeah, they're, listen, they're maybe a bit down after the result. There was a lot of expectation on Rangers last night. That's a great bit of news. Um, as I said, 350-odd games he's, he's played in, in seven years. I would love to see his numbers in terms of... I, I can't remember the last game he's missed. Yeah, mm-hmm. He's always available to play... And as I said, he's a, he's led for the front. He's a he's a proper Rangers captain. And, and listen, he could go down a Rangers legend. Good. Right. The the other thing I like about him, Barry, is it just even was even with with Sky, he is so courteous with our reporters. Mm. Um, he's always willing to step forward, win, lose or draw, and yeah. and talk about the game. I think that is the measure of a a good captain getting the the, the point across and and speaking to your fans. That's who you're. Mm. That's who you're addressing. You're not actually speaking to the broadcaster or the reporter. You're yeah. speaking to your fans, and he he does that uh, all the time. Is that quite novel? Having the manager, I know when they come under pressure, it can be difficult. But yeah. uh, civility costs nada. Yeah, some players when it's difficult will yeah. will go into hiding. Uh, but I wouldn't say Tavernier is one of them. He says they can go through. We are able to go through. Right? I mean, we we've showed it also in the past where we can get a result away from home. It's going to be a difficult game, but probably similar the the, the way you uh, saw the game today. But I'm confident we have the chance in one game to go through. It's still it's still even. Yeah, we have to go out there and uh, and play for uh, for everything, and that's uh, group stage of the Champions League. Barry, 50-50, You thought you thought Rangers and balance were. Uh, I, I a was better... confident Rangers could get a good result last yeah. night, um, but listen, I've been honest, PSV. Are slight favourites because they're, ho- they're at home, Paul, in front of their, their own fans. Uh, and I've played in that stadium and it creates a real good atmosphere. But you just need to look at the record Rangers have had in Europe over the last um, few seasons. And um, look, it's going to be tough, no doubt about it. I think Rangers need to bring their A game. And if they do that, they'll have a real good chance of, of progressing into the group stages. 2 2, Andy. But it could have been 3 2 for them, but for John McLaughlin, good save uh, late on. Yeah, I thought it was a terrific save and a really important time. The last, uh, the last thing you want to do is lose at home. I think uh, that would have been really telling if, if Rangers had, had lost uh, last night. But it, it's all to play for. Rangers have got the experience of going away from home and getting big results in Europe. I'm sure they'll get their chances next week, but you've got to admire PSV going forward. They've also got a couple of players that they might sell depending mm-hmm. on the result before the, the window closes. There's one or two who are getting interest from, from clubs down south. It's big money. But I think they've done the right thing, keeping them until you know what, what's uh, what's what in the next couple of weeks. The set pieces let Rangers down last night. Here's the manager. Oh, I mean, the first one, I think we had the first contact. And you know, then you, you, I think the header was going to the back of a player, so the ball stayed in the era, which was unlucky. In the second one, yeah, we have to defend stronger and make sure we do everything to have the first contact. Uh, so, yeah, of course, we need to improve it because next week, again, they, they will, they will be dangerous in set pieces. So, it's definitely an area we need to improve. But 
you know, we uh, we have to improve every game we play. Barry, both goals, unlike Rangers. Yeah, but I, I like Gio's honesty there. Like, I think we've, we've said plenty of times in this show, Postacoglu and, and Gio, when they come out, they're very honest in their interviews. And they're defending last night. I'm sure he's very disappointed in it. And there would have been a few harsh words said after the game. Um, certainly when you go 2-1 up, Paul, 12 minutes to go in the Champions League, you need to defend your lead and make sure when it's set pieces that that you, you don't give anybody a free header. And unfortunately for Rangers, the PS3 player got a free header um, and obviously they, they got that equaliser. So the, going forward, it's something that I'm sure they'll be working on the training ground. Andy, were you surprised they gave so much space to Armando Obispo? He was, he was unchallenged. Yeah, I, I mean, they are, they are a tall side, they are yeah. a threat, but Rangers... They didn't go off the ground. I don't think Goldson got off the ground. I don't think Lundstrom got off the ground at one of them. It, it's one of the, the... The delivery was good, but it's the type of ball you need to go and attack. And I think that was the problem. I heard your old teammate Neil McCann afterwards. I watched it then. I was listening on the radio. And he was saying it's zonal marking. See, I, I don't like zonal marking because it, it's easy to blame other people. So what I happens like, in that? I don't know what Andy's thoughts yeah. on, on it. I'd be interested to hear it. I, when I played in teams, it was zonal. If somebody ran out of your zone and into another zone it's not your fault mm. man Martin you know what number you're picking up mm. and you make sure that guy doesn't get a free header that's why I like man Martin and we always had one the tallest player he would be centre of the six yard box and attack anything there but the rest of the players were one man last, Martin last time I worked in the Champions League uh, Barry it was the last 16 and 13 of the 16 clubs used zonal marking so yeah. it's maybe a, I mean I remember doing it at Motherwell under Tommy McLean but we were a we were a defensive team right so we we had a lot of people back for just during the game never mind it, it set pieces but as a striker I liked playing against teams that zonal marked mm. because you knew what their zone mm. was and you would try and just you know find that space where they where they weren't going Andy Walker will I, you? I just yep. feel it's easy to blame other people yep if somebody runs out of your zone, who you're Barry, you still get blamed. You're, you're marking me, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I get above you. You're still getting blamed. If the ball is good, you need to go and attack yep. the ball. So there's, I, I think most clubs now will do a, a combination of both. Right. You know, you mm-hmm. pick the absolute top man in the opposition, and you go and you, maybe you man mark him, but you still do your zone. Going to have to take a break, Barry. We'll be back with that, and also with Andy, with Barry, and Daniel and Wishaw next. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland This time next week we'll be counting down to PSV against Rangers £40 million at stake and already today Rangers have confirmed James Tavenier extension to his contract Daniel, good evening Good evening guys, how are we doing? Yeah, good, Barry Ferguson and Andy Walker, good form here. Um, so, first of all, what about James Tavernier? We heard it was coming. It is. What do you feel? Uh, well, the size, I think it's um, a good good bit of business um, to get the captain um, rooted in. So, I, I thought he had a good game last night. Um, his delivery into Cholak was absolutely sublime um, <laughs> to get the goal. Good word, sublime. But yeah, it was, wasn't it? So, what are you thinking after 2-2? <laughs> Aye, um, there was just something last night with the game when watching it. Um, I just felt as old James Sands. He was obviously he's not 
he's not a centre back, but I just kind of thought it was something that I was listening to um, with Ali McCoy, where you've got Liam Balligan sitting in the stands, where I thought he would have been perfect, um, being at the back with a good bit of height. Because I think that's the one thing that we were missing last night, just a wee bit of height in the box. Barry, a few people have been on the socials at Go Football Show saying the same. Balligan's, I mean, it's easy with hindsight, but do you agree? Yeah, Daniel, listen, one thing Balligan brought to the Rangers team last year was a physical presence. Um, and if you do look at Rangers, what Daniel's saying there, Rangers aren't the biggest team. Um, Sands, I, I don't know if he is a centre-back. I think he's more of a holding midfielder. Davis, he's a bit taller and more physical, so when he comes in, that he'll make Rangers a taller team. But that, that was evident last night. In PSV, they were quite a, a big team, a powerful team. Um, and every time it came into the box that worried me from a set piece is Rangers going to be able to deal with it and unfortunately for Rangers two set pieces um, two goals for PSV so how do you tackle that we were talking just before the break about said, we were zonal. talking about the zonal I, I liked when it was on the board and probably when Andy was in a dressing room my number was up and I'm Martin say Andy Walker number nine I know my job I'm not letting Andy score mm-hmm. now you might get a you might get a, a header on it, but you'll not get a free header. And I like knowing your job, but when it becomes zonal, I think there's a lot of blame tactics that, that get thrown about. So I prefer Man Martin. That's what, what I like. And I think I'm right in saying it, the stats prove that zonal is actually better because you don't give away as many goals. Really? You can easily point the finger at uh, someone that is, as you're, you've just highlighted there. But I think the stats tell you that Zona marking works. I mean, when you're down south and you're in the Champions League at the top level, you've got players that will go and attack the ball. I mean, you'll get some clubs up here that uh, man mark, uh, you'll get uh, some zonal, you'll get a mixture. But uh, I think the stats tell you that it, it is actually better. What about the Rangers team, Daniel, for next week? You still get the game on. Uh, Saturday, twelve thirty. Andy, you'll be doing it on Sky. Hibs against Rangers. Yeah, can I'm I ask glad you? It's on. Yeah, would you feel it? I'm glad. I'm sure you're glad it's on. <laughs> Barry's no. I guess he Koisty went on about it again last night. Let, Daniel, listen, Paul, I'll, I'll tell you right tell now. Me. He's a player. You want to play in a game like that? It's a big game going Easter Road afternoon. The, the place will be absolute jumping. It'll be filled with the rafters. And listen, the game's on Wednesday. There's plenty of time to, to recover uh, and go over to Einhoven. Um, and make sure you're, you're in tip-top condition to put a performance in. Daniel, what's your view? I, to- I totally agree. Um, as I said, obviously, with the, the whole sports scientist, with the physios there, I mean, modern-day football now, you can go and play on the Saturday and then go, go away to Eindhoven on the Wednesday and you could be totally fine just with the recovery now. As It's a lot better than what it was mm. many years back. So, I... And the club are fine about it. I think the club want to play the game, Andy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not to do with SFA. It would be an issue for the SPFL. It's, it's for the sure. for the clubs. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, the fact that Rangers haven't even approached anyone to, to get this postponed, I think, it's a, I think it's a tough fixture. It's one of those fixtures that you want before such a, a big game. Uh, I, I have no doubt that Rangers are favourites on Saturday. I think they'll probably go there and win. And uh, the game on Wednesday obviously stands alone, but at this stage of the season, I think Hibs away is a good fixture to have before the fixture that will probably define your season. 
Daniel, you mentioned James Sands. Here's the manager speaking about him. Well, I think that James is, 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 is doing really well. You know, he's a very uh, clever player. His uh, football intelligence is there. You know, he's a, he's a defender who, you know, he's very smart in his defending. When to, you know, make the duel, when to not make the duel against... Uh, and I think today with, with Luke de Jong, he had some excellent duels. It's not easy to play uh, against uh, a striker with his height and with his physicality. Of course, we, we're going forward. We, we have uh, some centre-backs who are still injured. So that's why it's good to see when, when he, uh, when he uh, gets good performances for the team. Barry, would you fancy you know defending against Luke De Jong? Yeah, listen, he's he's a top striker. Um, and, and look, I think Sands will play centre back if there is injuries um, or suspension. That's that's the reason why he's playing in there. John Suter's out, Hollander's out injured, and I don't know the scenario with with, with Davies. Mm-hmm. Um, he came in at the weekend and and looked decent. If I'm being honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so listen, Sands will fill in that position. Look, he, he's come in for a bit of criticism as well, but I think he's did okay. Doc's been busy, hasn't he, Andy? It was before the game when I think Emma asked him, Emma Dodds mm. asked the manager, and he said, yeah, "Ben Davis picked up a knock." Yeah, because um, he's one that there's a lot of promise about him. But it's yeah. about time nobody's really seen it. Uh, well, when you've paid that amount of money, yeah. you would want him Four to be million. fit, and I'd imagine he, he would play ahead of Sands. I don't think Sands is as good as Balogun. I don't think Sands is as good as Bassey, but. Um, you know, these are the things that you have to to cope with if you want to if you want to dine at the top table, and it's it's another ninety minutes on Wednesday, and it's it's the game that sort of defines your season and how you can handle other players. Like I've I kept keep saying it, Morelos and Kent, and you know what what are they are they going to be committed as much as uh, James Tavernier? What do you think, uh, Daniel, about Cholak and Morelos? Barry was saying he was maybe surprised they didn't throw Morelos on as well. As uh, Cholak, uh, yeah, I was a wee bit, uh, I was a wee bit um, surprised with that one because you just looked as though the game needed something a wee bit more. I mean, mm. I think Morelos could have caused some of their their back line to be a bit of problems because he has got the physicality to bully some defenders. Um, I just felt as though it could have been doing a wee bit of freshening up, really, um, just to, just to test the keeper a wee bit more because I think obviously the goal with Lawrence. I think it kind of rattled their keeper a wee bit just to just to test him, just to see how he would go. It was a howler, wasn't it? <clears throat> yeah, look, there's no getting away from that. It was a howler, and, and when a keeper makes that, that's when you try to bombard the goal. How do you think it happened? I think he was thinking ahead because it wasn't the best of free kicks. I think the goalkeeper sees it coming and he's thinking, right, where am I going to throw this? And got up and try and hit Rangers on the on the counter. That that's my thoughts. But listen, there's no getting away from it. The, the goalkeeper should be saving that with his eyes um, closed. Andy, have you ever seen... I mean, it has happened. I've seen some howlers uh, yeah. in my time. But, what was the worst um, one? Oh, you're putting me on the spot there. Oh, we can um, come back to it, but... Yeah. <laughs> I have put you on the spot. But Tom Lawrence, he took it, you know, and you... Did well, you also I actually, think, I actually yeah. saw him lining up and I think, he's going to hit this. What's he thinking about? He's, uh, and he got, he got it on target. That's about all yeah. you can say about it. Just a... Complete howler. What would you say on Morelos, right? Nobody, this station, you've gone on, Barry, he's your first guy on the, on the yeah, team I, sheet. I'll be yep. interested to see what Andy says. I, yeah. I believe Morelos and the Rangers starting 11 Rangers are a better team. Yes. You agree, Andy? Yep. Yeah, because he's done it over the last number of years and uh, he's done it in the European stage. I know that occasionally he's had maybe an issue with his, his fitness. He's maybe not... Um, He's not been training maybe as well as he sh- uh, as he should, but um, it's a forty think, million pound game. 
I know yeah, the injury I, absolutely yeah, he's out for months I, Morelos in top form I, I would still have him ahead of, of Cholak right now Cholak looks really promising mm. but uh, Morelos has done it over the years and I think with so much at stake uh, you would play him but clearly he's he's not fit he didn't go on last night he won't start next week it'll, it'll be uh, it'll be Cholak, Cholak. again yeah. we, we don't see him day in day out we don't see him on the training ground how's he training um, is Gio happy with the level of fitness because listen he's been out for five months let's not forget he went in and got a, sure. a major operation in his thigh but I'm sure if he was fit enough Gio would um, would, would play him but again Cholak's showed four goals in four games is a very good return for a, a new centre forward coming into a new environment as well coming in and getting used to his teammates and the way that Rangers play but listen we need to get Morelos fit because he's so important to Rangers Daniel, are you a bit disappointed that Morelos, he missed out in the Champions League qualifier last year. Remember, he came come back from international duty and he, well, he was late coming back. How do you feel about Morelos? I think he's obviously, I think Barry hit the nail on the head there. Um, obviously, if Morelos was fit, he would, um, he, would, he would have played last night. But obviously, there, there must be something that the manager's seen in Cholak that's started him, kept him on, no brought Morelos on. Um, so, yep. definitely. And some people could say the same with McGregor as well. McLaughlin, once again, had another top drawer game. Came up with big saves when it was required. So, you just need to go with the manager and see he knows best. So, aye. Here's the manager on Cholak. Yeah, well, he's, he's important because, you know, again, he scores a goal. and I think it was an excellent goal he scored. Great finish, great, great, uh, great touch he had, and uh, you know the work he he does. You know when we don't have the ball, you know I think his his energy uh, gives us also a lot of times when we can press them at the right times. Um, so yeah, happy with his performances and and also with his goals. Barry Ryan Kent, how was he for you last night? Yeah, good. I still think there's more to come for Ryan Kent. Look, I, I'm a big um, I'm a big fan of Ryan Kent. I think when he's on it, he's a match winner, similar to what Jota's like for Celtic. Um, you need these the sort of players in your team, but Andy pointed out a few minutes ago, he's up at the end of the season. I need to see a bit of commitment, whether Rangers are waiting to after these games, uh, this game in Einhoven to see how if Rangers do progress or not. But for me, if Rangers want to go and win and challenge for things, they need to keep a player uh, like Ryan Kent and Morelos. He'd one run through, didn't he? Which looked as though it was going to be amazing. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. just, um, I'm just greedy. I want a better end product. Um, there's no doubt he's he's got fantastic ability. Just want to see more goals. Um, I'd be looking as a wide player. Ten goals, twelve goals a a, a season. Um, but listen, he's a player that I, I think um, I think highly of. Daniel, he's Andy, he's exciting, yeah. and uh, he's one of Rangers' biggest hopes of, of getting through this tie because on. On top form, he can go past most players and, and create a chance, and that that's what you need next Wednesday. Daniel, totally agree. Totally agree. I mean, as I say, we can it can frustrate you at times because, as I said, we Barry there. I mean, I think there's a lot more to Kent there. Um, just for some games, it's just that extra touch, or it's no getting that extra. Just no finishing that product, mm. um, that end product there. But it, it does, it, it makes it makes a difference. And I thought if um, in the Union game when we were in Belgium, it was 
Kent was missing. It was hugely. I thought Kent yeah. could have done something. It was the same with Tillman last night as well. Tillman, when he's in the box, that extra touch, if he just has a wee bit more confidence just to curve it, he could have had a goal there. Yeah. Andy, you know who we've not mentioned yet? John Lindstrom. Really good game. He's really come on to uh, a game, but just to go back to Ken, yeah. I think you could take, if if Rangers get through this tie and they get that 40 plus million, you could take the hit and Ken, he's got one year to go, mm-hmm. you could allow him to run down his contract. You, you could probably do that, but you can't do it with Ken and Morelos. And uh, I, I know Rangers want what Celtic have. They want the title. Uh, they want, And it's immediate access again to Champions League for the winners this season. Um, if they don't win, what what do you do? What what offers are there for Kent and Morelos? And what offers would you get for any player that has got twelve months left of his contract? It's it's such a big part of the you know the immediate future. Just the next couple of weeks will tell you a lot about Rangers and the squad that they'll have to try and go and get this uh, title back. Massive week for Rangers, isn't it? Yeah, it's a massive couple of weeks. Yep. It'll be interesting to see come the, the 1st of September. Um, Who's is, in? Who's yeah, out? Yeah, is Kent Morelos going to be there? Are they going to commit themselves? Because um, this is, you're getting down to nitty gritty now. You want to see a, a bit of commitment. Because um, if you lose, if you lose, sorry, two players of that quality, that's a big hit for Rangers. Um, so I think it's imperative that they, they get two of them signed up as quickly as possible. And Daniel, final point, if you get through next week, the club immediately get 15.5 million euros. That's over £13 million. If you drop down to Europa League, it's £3 million. And that's just the actual qualification money. Mm. There's more per point. um, And obviously the TV monies, if you're up against the Real Madrid's or the PSG's or whoever's coming some week. So final point from you, Daniel. Are you going to do it next week? Well, here's hoping. As I said, it's... um the tie's still alive so I mean it would have been good to take a, a lead to bear um, getting Tobin but sadly a draw is just as it's good but we would have preferred to take a lead Are you watching the wee ones in the background of the schools back today? <laughs> <laughs> Cheers Daniel thanks for calling yeah, thank you. 08 17 17 700 the Go Radio Football Show with Barry Ferguson Paul Cooney and Andy Walker The Go Football show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! go, 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 go. Two giants of the old firm of the big tour with us today, Barry Ferguson and Andy Walker. Andy, did you enjoy your debut last week? We enjoyed it. Some great reaction from All people. Good. Yeah. And, and you're back. Surprise, it, surprise. <laughs> it, it was nice to be back. Nice to see uh, Craig and get a bit of chat from his Rangers days and Newcastle days yeah. and Palace and all that. Nice to see Craig Moore. Phrases we don't hear too often, Barry. I'm sick of the sight of him. <laughs> no, he'll be here tomorrow night with Peter Grant as well. So uh, big names uh, here on the Go Radio Football Show. Thanks. Well, I got a great message from Davy Proven. He, Barry Ferguson, you still miss him, don't you? You miss Davy Proven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen, until you actually start working, I mean, was it a year or so? Yeah, no, a Davey year and a half. Yeah. I mean, he, he was a top commentator. I did yeah. say that last week. He's a top commentator. And he's very yeah. good. He's not as well yet. <laughs> Is it like McGregor <laughs> and McLaughlin? Is that what you're saying? He, yeah. he, <laughs> was, he was one of my favourite players, you know, going to watch Celtic when I was uh, a teenager. And then when I signed for Celtic, Davy was retiring. Uh, he had that mm. uh, illness. Yeah. And uh, the day that I signed, 
uh, Davey was in the room with Murdo McLeod actually yeah. both of them were uh, Murdo was leaving and Davey couldn't have been nicer warmer towards me telling me how much I would do well here because wow. you've mm. got this you've got that you've got these teammates they'll do this for you they'll do that for mm. you uh, he was he was giving you a team talk before you even got to the dressing room he was he was brilliant with me and he was kind of the jota of his day wasn't he in a way the long hair remember the curly hair and stuff he was a bit of a he was a kind of superstar Davy better than Jota. Yeah. Really? Davy oh. probably better than oh. Jota. Right, okay. Some of the older listeners will remember. And of course, you had uh, Davy Proven at Celtic and uh, the late, great Davy Cooper at Rangers. We were blessed with two amazing uh, players, white you players, play Barry, Coop. when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, I yeah. was only a kid, but he, he could play the game. Mm-hmm. Even when he went to Muddle after, after Rangers, he was um, yeah. some left peg on him. Former Celtic man in the news today, Moussa Dembele, much loved by the Celtic supporters. We know he's in France. He could be in his way to Man United. My goodness, Man United, would that be a poison chalice? But um, 22 goals last season, Andy, what do you think, Moussa Dembele? And Celtic would get about three million. Yeah, as, as most clubs do now with big players like that, they get some sort of sell-on, so Celtic would get a little tickle of that. But uh, yeah, Dembele, I think, uh, he had that terrible injury problem a sort of health issue a couple of years ago when he just collapsed on the training ground didn't he Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah here's hoping he's back to full fitness I'm sure he would do a good job at Man U yeah but I mean go back I watched Man U against um, Brentford Brentford. I couldn't believe it I was watching could not believe Man United you're talking about and um, just basic things Barry effort run exactly that should be a given Andy should be a given astonishing just the effort uh, running power, energy, four down at half time. My God, it's uh, that's a big job. I see Elon Musk last night tweet, uh, tweeted, <laughs> tweeted to say that he was going to buy the club. Now he says he was joking, but my goodness, it needs something, doesn't it? From the top to the bottom. Since Glazers have arrived, then it's been a kind of unhappy journey. They had great times still under Sir Alex, but you sense Barry it needs a many, change. How many yeah. managers since oh, Sir Alex? Five. five. And the, the money that they've spent, but you look at that squad, I think they could struggle. If they if they continue with that squad, I think they could struggle mid-table. Yeah, you talk about, the, you know, everyone's pointing the fingers at the Glazers. Mm. It, they'll be quite happy for, yeah, if you, you want to sell it, great, give us our money and we'll go. And they'll be looking for, I mean, what are they worth? A billion, two billion? Uh, yeah, the, I think we did two billion a wee while ago. Well, yeah, sure. Give us the money and they'll, they'll go. They're not really interested in, in being here and being a voice for the for the fans. See when I was watching, just seeing I was watching the game, it looked if it was just an acceptance. Yeah, that Brentford are beating it. No disrespect to Brentford, I mean he's got a good team there, great new stadium. But come on, you're talking about Man United um, and the money and the power that they have got. Brentford absolutely bullied them, and Brentford were a better footballing team than them. We're in the city where loads, many of the big names in Europe, the biggest names will be coming in the in the. Coming months, we'll know in a couple of weeks, well, we'll know next Thursday who's coming to Celtic in the Champions League and fingers crossed we know who is coming to Rangers. Barry, I'm just looking at you, some of the names that are being mentioned. It's exciting for it? players. Yeah. I'm sure the, the, the Celtic players, obviously they've got a game at the weekend, but you're at training on a Thursday and you're watching the, the draw getting made, who you're going to be coming up against because, let's be honest, the Champions League, you're coming up against top teams, top players, top managers. Um, so... It's exciting as a player and that, that's what you want to put your wits against. Uh, you want to play against the best. And the Celtic captain, Callum McGregor, um, there's a new book coming already, uh, Making of a Captain, and he's been talking about 
setting his sights in the Champions League and who wouldn't love Real Madrid back in town? That's what he's saying. Yeah, well, I'm one of those Celtic fans that would quite like the, the box office attraction, take the best of every... I think you'd like Inter Milan as well, just mm. for the just for the nostalgia and the history of that fixture. Uh, but yeah, Real Madrid uh, would be magnificent. I know that... Well, I uh, ran track Frankfurt in pot one. Yeah. They go straight in yeah, pot straight one. straight in. Thank you, well, James. Yeah, they did. Rangers, Rangers would have gone straight into pot one. Yes. Yeah. So, obviously, whoever gets uh, Frankfurt... If you're in pot two, pot three, pot mm. four, you would you would feel as though you've got a chance. They're not the they're not the, the level of the other pot one sides. But no, I would I would love a, a box office uh, group for Celtic. I think that'd be great. There'll be plenty coming up in the coming weeks as Celtic go to the Champions League. Barry for Rangers, we can still hope that Rangers are going to be there. Uh, they they yeah. need to look at the finances you, you mentioned. What was it? Oh, yeah. was it 35, 40 million pound yeah, it, it could is. be worth? Yep. Celtic already get that guaranteed. That that'll be in there. Their bank account, so listen, that 90 minutes next Wednesday, Nainhoven is massive. And Rangers need this. The journey has been one that nobody could ever have imagined 10, 11 years. It, nobody could imagine what happened. They've come back, they won the title when Celtic thought they were going for 10. They won it by, what, 25 points. But this would be huge to to get the 40 million guarantee next week. That's all they have to do. I know it's a big, uh, it's all they have to do. But Barry, you've played against them. They were a bigger team as well. Your team of Rangers, not quite as no, big. No, we, we weren't a physical yeah. team that the late 90s, early 2000s. I mean, I've always said the, the teams, the Martin O'Neill team that we come up against, mm. they were, that was yeah. a team of giants. Yeah. Used to stand in the tunnel and look round about. We were we were a team of, I was going to say midgets, but no midgets, six but foot, small. Yeah. Yeah. Our biggest player was probably 6'2". Amoruso, and then it went mm. down to Big Oz, who was six foot. And then yep. the rest were five eleven, five ten. So yeah, listen, it's next Wednesday. They need to take care of a tough one at Easter Road um and Saturday. Um but all focus goes on Wednesday night and making sure you come back in that plane and it's a happy plane journey. It defines your season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the simple yep. truth of it. Uh, you talk about the finances and they're hugely important, but if you get it, it's all good news. If you don't, you need to make some hard decisions and that uh, can impact on your title challenge this early. Here's the manager after the 2-2 last night. Uh, how did he feel about the performance? Today we gave everything. You saw at the beginning we were all a little bit nervous. I think PSV had a better start. After the 1-0, especially the last 15-20 minutes, I think we took over the game. And I think the goal we scored was an excellent attack from us. Second half, we, we came to one, of course, uh, in front. Of course, you try to, to keep the momentum and try to search for the third goal. But we didn't. And, and of course, it's it's disappointed if you if you get a set piece against goal against uh, so late in the game but but you know we're playing against a quality side I think the differences over 90 minutes I think you could see in the score wasn't that big so happy with the performance we could have had a better result but uh, also a result who was worse I think we well, everything to play for next week when we travel to, to Eindhoven Can't argue with that could you? No he's um, he's bang on mm. if I'm being honest with you um, look ideally you want to be going over there with a lead um, but listen it's not the worst they're still in the tie as long as they didn't concede another goal after that equaliser from PSV um, so look the, the, the tie's wide open and look PSV know that they need to go and win the game mm-hmm. and so do Rangers I think it's going to be very open Is it cat and mouse what do you think do they go for it what do you do an away game 2-2 
in the modern era where the you know the away goals means nothing. You've got to be attack minded, but you've got to make sure the back door's closed yeah. as well. You need to make sure you're solid and compact. But Rangers have got to go for it. They've got to go for the win because the finances, as we've spoke about, are massive for the club. It'll be interesting to see their approach because uh, I thought PSV came last night and they wanted to win the game. I think when it was 2-2 late on, they were quite happy to to let it go and uh, get back to Holland uh, with the second leg on their own turf. But Rangers have got match winners. They've shown that before. I think Kent's a match winner. Cholak looks as though he could be a match winner if he gets the type of service that you know he can feed off. Uh, Tavernier, my goodness, uh, you don't often say that about a, a right back. He's a potential match winner the way he gets forward and creates chances and gets more than his fair share of goals. Uh, but you need every player to be on top form. Here's the manager speaking about that first goal and the role of Tavernier Davis and of course the scorer. Yeah, well, I mean it's it's um, you know it's what we've what we've shown before. You know with the with the quality we have on the pitch, the attack, the the speed of play, and of course getting uh, Tav in those areas where he can cross the ball, uh, we become very dangerous. So I think the movement in that uh, attack was was good. That's why we scored a goal because you know against a, a team like PSV, you need to have those attacks and movements to to create chances. And I think the the first goal was an example. Uh, you know how you have to attack them. A great striker was Mark Hately, undoubtedly Barry. But we know, and uh, he had a view on Cholak after a couple of games. But my goodness, Cholak four goals, four games. Here's the manager. Yeah, well, he's he's important because you know again he scores a goal, and I think it was an excellent goal he scored. Great finish, great great uh, great touch he had, and uh, you know the work he he does. You know when we don't have the ball, you know I think his his energy uh, gives us also a lot of times when we can press them at the right times. Um, so yeah, happy with his performances and and also with his goals. Special goal. Yeah, it was a special goal. Um, but again, you can't argue with the the guy's record. Four four games, four goals. And as I said... Um, All inside the box. Man. Yep, yeah, exactly. Listen, he's a penalty box striker. He knows where the back of the net is. Mm. He's not one of these centre-forwards, like the modern-day centre-forward that's going to come and look nice and link up. Yep. He's not that type of player. He wants service. And when he gets the service, it's been shown over the last couple of weeks, he can finish the boy. So I think some of the criticism has been harsh on him. Um, and listen, he's kept quiet and he's doing the best thing and that's putting the ball in the back of the net. A good old-fashioned poacher. He looks a confident player. He's yeah. got, you know, he's a post-match interview and he's, he looks strong and smiling, happy with his game, happy with his contribution, looking forward to, you know, the game's coming thick and fast. Um, but yeah, you need to, you need to score heavily when, when the you know the, the the prizes are so great, and he's number one. He's ahead of Morelos. You know what Morelos has done over the last number of years. He's ahead of him at the moment. Who was your man in the match last night? Was it Tillman? It was given to in the ground. I couldn't hear it. Yeah, yeah, he he done really well. Mm. Listen, I think there's a there's going to be a, a proper player in there. Um, he's only twenty years of age. He's not had a lot of first team football, Paul. Yeah, yeah, but he's definitely shown me signs um, that he could become a a real player um, in the future he's a real good start to his, his Rangers career scored a few goals yep he was good Stephen Davis again as I said he's just a real calm calm and influence um, on the Rangers team um, so I would probably say between the two I'd heard of uh, you know Veerman and Gakpo yep. and De Jong but the, the number six the number you used to wear Barry um, 
uh, what was his name? Sangari. Sangari. Oh, yeah. the, the guy who scored yeah. the first yeah. goal. Yeah. I mean, even his physique, mm. but my God, he could handle the ball uh, so well. He was, he was a good footballer and uh, very impressed with him. Ibrahim Sangari. He was good, wasn't good he? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's quite a few teams looking at him, uh, and you can see why they're yeah. doing the same thing, Barry. Waiting sure. to see yeah. are we getting Champions mm. League money or not, and then they'll make they'll make decisions on one or two players. I'm sure. A few things coming in on the socials at Go Football Show and 0808 17 17 700. A couple of questions coming up just after the news. We're back with Barry Ferguson and Andy Walker. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go. Service your existing car with us right now And it's worth £500 off your next car Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes motability and fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. Loads of messages coming in. Barry Ferguson being put on the spot along with Andy Walker. About Rangers last night, 2-2. The game's still very much alive. Not the result you would have wanted, but still. The £40 million could happen next Wednesday night. We'll be building up between now and then. We've got a huge weekend as well in the Premiership. Uh, we've got Hebs against Rangers, 12.30 on Saturday. Barry, you've got no problem with this game for Rangers against no, Hibs. No, no I, I think if you, you ask any footballer, um, you want to play a, a game like that at Easter Road, then as I said, the game's on Wednesday night. Paul, there's plenty of time. Um, for recovery the, the way that players are looked after now with the sports science involved and um, the fitness levels that they, these players have got it is it will have no bearing on the game on Wednesday night in my opinion next caller Ali McCoist on the Ali <laughs> <laughs> you're not having it Barry and Andy you agree as well what's well, your game on it's, Saturday but yeah, yeah it's just yeah. the fact that no, no one at Rangers <laughs> has made any sort of approach sure. I think they want the game to go ahead they want more game time in the players legs they want more uh, more sharpness and you know more 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 game time, more fitness before the the biggest game of the season. Of course, just game four of the mm. Premiership. Yeah. Hibs Rangers we mentioned, so it's the early kick off. Then Dundee United St Mirren. Wow, this time last week, Andy, we were preparing on the Thursday when you were on the show. Mm. We were talking about Dundee United, and you said you had a quote. I said you'll learn a lot about Dundee United in the next couple of games tonight and uh, Sunday at Tynecastle. They've lost 11 goals and that uh, euphoria that they had mm. after winning the first leg 1-0, they must be so low now. It's not just it's not just the fact you've lost a couple of games, you've lost heavily and uh, you know you need to try and get the, the fans back. What what a game that is at the weekend at home at St Mirren. Huge one for them. Sure is. We'll come back to that. Barry, you want to come in on it? Yeah, Yeah, but well, especially yeah. with St Mirren getting a good result at the weekend. So they'll be going up there with, with confidence. And Dundee United, as Andy's, Andy's pointed out there, shipped 11 goals mm -hmm. in two games. And take into account, they get beat at home against Livingston. 1-0. Mm -hmm. So um, St Mirren will fancy their chances going up to Tanadice. 
Motherwell against Livy. Both of them joint fourth position. We'll talk about that later. Ross County without any points up against Kilmarnock who need more signings, I imagine. And St. Johnson against Aberdeen. And then Sunday at three, Celtic against the Hertz. So it's uh, Glasgow-Edinburgh this weekend. Hibs Rangers on Saturday. Celtic Hearts on Sunday. Uh, a few emails coming in. Here's one uh, for you, Barry. Uh, Mark has been on. I'd like to hear your thoughts on Alan McCoy suggesting the re-signing of Leon Balligan. Um, he's saying he doesn't understand why he was let go at the end of the season. He didn't put a foot wrong last season, deputised well, even for James Davenier, um, at, um, against RB Leipzig. And in an all-firm clash, he took on Kyogo. He was consistently solid. Mark says, why did Rangers let him go in the first place, Barry, when now Rangers are playing the out-of-position James Sands? Well, first and foremost, I, I quite like Balligan because he brought a physical presence um, to the Rangers team. But if there's any chance Rangers sign him now, he's, he's not done any pre-season. Yeah. He's not been at any clubs. Um, I'm sure he'll keep himself ticking over. Um, but I don't think you'll see Balligan um, coming back to Rangers. Was I surprised? Look, Gio's made a decision. I, I quite liked him. Maybe not to be the number one centre-back um, to play a li- alongside... The- They've been unlucky. I mean, they made provision for it. He goes out, you bring in Suter, you bring in uh, Ben Davis. They've been unlucky with those two being injured. And Halander. Halander injured as well. Injured, which is an issue because Halander seems to be injured quite a bit. But in terms of Balogun, I thought when Balogun came in and played in the Rangers team, he'd done pretty well for me. Andy, he did well, didn't he? He's only, he's only 34. You could look at it either yeah. way. But, you know, we've been talking about it, 37-year-olds, 38-year-olds. Yeah. So 34, defender? The, this, Yeah, I liked him as a player. I thought he handled the big occasions really well. Semi-final against Celtic, um, uh, games like that. And uh, you, you just can't legislate for big players being injured. Big signings, four million for uh, for Ben Davis, but wasn't available last night. John Souter has had his uh, issues to deal yeah. with. And Hollander as well, it's um, it's one area of the pitch where they seem to have uh, more injuries than most. Barry, have you got your team for next week? Is it too early no, to say? Me. I know, we've, we've been doing me. it recently. Um, I can't I can't guess, Gio, just now. I normally not too bad <laughs> I know. at the start of 11, yeah. but he's done me the last two games. <laughs> Nobody got it right last night because Stephen Davis... I, I honestly never seen that. I mean, personally, he would be in my sure. team because of the experience and, and what he brings, certainly in the pressurised situations like the game was last night and he was ideal for last night but in terms of what he's going to go with a tough place Easter Road Saturday you'll probably see another what two three changes for Saturday yeah I could see Ryan Jack coming in I can see mm. Scotty Arfield yeah. guys like that coming in well Morelos will they throw him in for the start yeah. he likes you know with the thing with Morelos and Portis uh, it's always sure. nippy yeah. um, forward to that one yep. Portis is always involved isn't he he is. Yeah, I, I, I think he's got great ability, but I mean, stupid uh, yellow cards that he picks up, especially the one um, the game we did a couple of weeks ago at home to Hearts. Mm. Uh, he's got good ability, and if he really screwed the nut, he's capable, I, I think, of playing mm. international football. What is it? He's not a kid anymore, so nope. we can't say he's so nope. inexperienced. I like him. I've always said that there's definitely a very good centre back in there. Mm-hmm. Um, international? And he's getting, as you say, Paul. What is he, 21, 22 now? Mm-hmm. He's, he's a young man. He's he's played over 100 games now. Um, so he, he needs to knuckle down. And if he knuckles down, he could play, no disrespect to Hibs, but he could play at a higher level. When you see Declan Gallagher getting international recognition, Andy Considine over the last couple of years, you know, 
That's what Portier should be aiming for. That's a great point, isn't it? Because he was in the squad a couple of years ago the squad and then he faded a again. Years ago yeah. and Disciplinary. That, that should have given him a, yeah. a lift. Yeah. But uh, discipline is a problem for him, uh, you know, that temperament. Right, let's hear a bit more from GVB after 2-2 last night. So he was asked what's needed to go through. Well, obviously one goal more than PSV, but what's he looking for then? What should we see next Wednesday? Well, we, if we need to start well. We need to, have to be uh, confident on the ball, try to uh, to create many chances as possible, You know, be strong in set pieces, be strong when we have set pieces uh, in attack. I think we can we can have a performance next week to, to go out and, and try and, and, and go to the next round. It, you know, I have confidence in my team. You know, it's it's still it's still 90 minutes against a good team, but we will be there next week. Can you do it? We are able to go through. Right? I mean, we, we've showed it also in the past where we can get a result away from home. It's going to be a difficult game, but probably similar the the, the way you uh, saw the game today. But I'm confident we have the chance in one game to go through. It's still it's still even. Yeah, we have to go out there and uh, and play for uh, for everything, and that's uh, group stage of the Champions League. Barry, how do they defend better then next week? Work on in the training ground. Mm-hmm. It's plain and simple. That That's an area where Gio will be um, disappointed in losing their two goals. Um, so that'll be something he'll be he'll be trying to fix, as I said, over the next few days um, before the, the, the play hubs. Um, but Rangers have got to go over there, listen, and be brave. Mm-hmm. But when you're brave and you've got forward-thinking players, you need to make sure whoever's holding in midfield or whoever the centre-backs are, that you're really compact and don't leave too many gaps. Because if you do, PSV have got the players that can hurt you, Paul. Did you enjoy the game last night? I enjoyed it more if Rangers won. Yeah. Um, when they went 2-1 up, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, let's just hold on to this now. Um, as I said, did I enjoy it? Yeah, I, I thought it was too, as I said at the start of the show, too evenly matched teams. Mm. Um, I'd seen clips of, PSV but when you actually watch them for 90 minutes they've got real good quality players and you can see why English clubs are are looking at, mm-hmm. at some of them um, and it's, listen it's going to be a tough one for Rangers but listen, Rangers have proved over the, the last couple of seasons that they're more than capable and go, going to difficult places and getting the results but it's not going to be easy mm. You're probably too close to, to say did you enjoy it but you know mm. what I mean Andy as an ex-professional like, did you enjoy the game to watch? Yeah, it was a great spectacle yeah. I, I, I'm still intrigued by this uh, doing away with the away goal and I think it maybe helped the game because I think PSV came to Glasgow and wanted to win it mm. and you know it doesn't matter the Rangers have uh, lost two goals at home they've just got a draw and you can be a bit more uh, open-minded in terms of your your attack. But as Barry said, Rangers have shown time and time again over the last couple of seasons that they're more than capable of going away from home, coming up with a big result. But the only thing I would say to that is that that was with Aribo and with Bassey. And I thought the two of them were consistently playing at a high level. I'm just not convinced this Rangers team is as good as that one. Very true. Uh, Eric Caldo was the captain of the Rangers team in the early 60s so went to, yeah James got it for us there so it's been quite uh, I was thinking Bobby Shearer but it was Eric Caldo yeah there's no point in pretending you know but uh, yeah and Barry in 2008 um, I'm also thinking about see the gulf between whoever it was Kilmarnock for Celtic at the weekend mm. Rangers and St Johnson see to go to that to PSV it's a big jump Barry isn't it the difference in class of the opposition. Yeah, they're, look, they're, they're a quality team. No doubt about it. But in terms of our domestic football, Rangers and Celtic are, are miles in front, Paul. 
I think the gap's massive. I think Hearts are in there at third. Um, but the, the quality of players that both Celtic and Rangers have got. And when I'm watching these games, it's what's coming off the bench. I mean, watching the Rangers game, you've got Lawrence and Arfield that come on and score. Watching the Celtic game on Sunday, you've got Jack Amakis, you've got James Forrest, you've got Abada, you've got Starfelt who played every single game last year. Yeah. These are guys who could easily play yeah. in the starting 11. So both Rangers and Celtic squads are so strong. And if their attitude's right and they're on it, for me, they drop very little points during the season. I think it's going to come down to the, the old firm games. Andy, do you feel that's down to the big four matches? Well, you're, you're talking about Scotland. I mean, yep. uh, PSV, I know they're not playing uh, this weekend because, uh, you know, the Dutch FA have, have helped them out. Yeah. But, you know, they might be going up against a, a, a Breda, a Heerenveen. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Altmar? You saw what they did uh, against uh, Dundee United. Maybe they are, are they the equivalent against Hearts? Would Hearts have beaten them? I don't know. It would have been a good tie, but... Uh, Hearts I think are the best of the rest I'm hoping for more I hope we're getting a better uh, standard this season Paul because Hibs and Aberdeen big city clubs were were really poor last season and you want them to be better you want them to be as consistent as, as Hearts were last time around and, and uh, try and challenge It's still too early in the season to say how we're going to do in Europe overall you know Motherwell in and out before the Mm. postcards were back if anyone said postcards anymore I was so disappointed Motherwell but I think Motherwell made a real good appointment I'm I'm happy that a young manager's been given the opportunity he knows he's been there five years behind the scenes he he was a real good player um, for for Motherwell Stevie Hamill uh, left back and do you know what what a difference to them Saturday up at Petaudry watching the highlights it just seemed there was a real hunger and desire about him. And I think that comes for the manager. Passion. There's no doubt they're desperate to play for him. And now he's he's got a couple of weeks to bring in a few players. I think Stevie Hamill will do a real good job at Munnell. I, I think it also tells you about the modern day player. I don't think they were playing for Graham Alexander. Mm-hmm. And I think they are immediately playing for Stevie Hamill. And I think you saw that in the level of performance. You saw it in their, their attitude. And it was a result of the weekend going to... Tawdry and getting a win I certainly I got that one wrong I tipped, yeah. uh, I everyone tipped a home did. in there yeah. Yeah. everyone got that one wrong you get them all right apart from that one Barry <laughs> yeah but I yeah. thought Aberdeen but listen Muddle yeah. thoroughly deserved the win I mean they could have scored another two or three goals um, in my opinion but look it's it's crazy how football works a couple of weeks ago if you ask me I thought Muddle going to struggle badly mm-hmm. and the difference in them over the last couple of weeks it's is great. night and day Great the football's back though, isn't it? We're well into the season now. And Andy, you saw one of the most unusual goals at the oh, weekend. So the weekend before you were at Newcastle yeah. and then you were down well, I was down, down at Sunderland seeing uh, QPR, Michael Beale's uh, team. And uh, they were 2-0 down. Could have been 3 or 4 easily for Sunderland who I think could do well down there coming after coming up from, from League One. But when they got a brilliant free kick with two minutes to go you thought, oh, we might get a wee something here. And then of course the goalkeeper, Senny Dieng, comes up <laughs> He's from uh, Senegal, I think. And he almost got the first cross. And then he went back out, uh, another cross into the box, and he puts it into the top corner. But not, and the scenes were amazing, but not only that, Paul, from the kickoff, Sunderland had a brilliant chance. Ross Stewart again, who'd scored Mm -hmm. in the game. And he brought out a brilliant save from uh, Dieng. It was How was he looking, Ross Stewart? Really sharp. I think he's he's got a boost with Ellis Sims, who we all know from his time at Hearts. So it's the two of them up front. It's sort of one up, one off, Barry. And uh, I think Sunderland looked decent. Mm. He was mentioned for Rangers, wasn't he? 
Yeah, I mean, it's crazy how football works. Yeah, I think he was playing junior football <laughs> six, yeah. seven years ago. Wow. Um, and yeah. I, I've, if I'm being honest, I've seen him, Ross County. I think Ross County went to Celtic Park and, and he gave Celtic yeah. um, mm. a tough night and I was really impressed with him. And he got his move down to Sunderland and I think it was 20 plus goals he got mm-hmm. last year mm-hmm. yeah. in League One. And he's went into the Championship and as Andy, Andy seen him live um, at the weekend. But by all accounts, He's one of the top players there and it's great to see that. Yeah. A guy coming for low level and go through playing in our Premier League, getting a move down there and as you said, Rangers were. There was chat that Rangers were interested in him. Um, but he's a player every time I've watched him. He's really impressed me. When you think of players like Lyndon Dykes who was uh, yeah. at Livingston, yeah. Celtic Rangers sure. interested in him then but mm. didn't take him up and of course he goes to QPR. He, he scores pretty le- mm-hmm. regularly. Was he on at the weekend? Did, did... Uh, he played. He played. He played. How was he? Uh, Wearing a Scotland hat. He, he looked yeah. lively. He didn't score, but um, he's always uh, involved. And um, you know, I just really enjoyed the game. Thirty-seven thousand. Yeah. Jeez, oh. <laughs> uh, that's the uh, that's how big Sunderland are. You'll know from uh, your time down south how Why big uh, Sunderland uh, can be. And I think Alec Neal's put a decent team together. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they got near the playoffs. What about Big that club? Yeah, isn't it? It's massive. It's great to see them back up in the championship because Aidan McGeady, who joined us the other week, yeah. helped them to get there and they yeah. missed out so often, didn't they? Yeah. Year after year. And Jack Ross, of course, was what moments away right. from bringing them up to the premiership, wasn't it? it yeah, they, they're been, a Premier yeah. League club. Championship. No doubt about it. Um, and listen, there could be a Premier League club for me. Yep. No doubt about it. And I, I think they've got every chance this year. Um, I think they'll surprise a few, but you look at the the manager they've got Alex Neil's a good manager he's done it before with Norwich he's taken Martin Canning with him as well so he's oh, two, of them are, two of them are back together of course the two of them were the, the double act and then Martin yep. Canning followed him there ok going to take a quick break and then we're back more on Rangers a bit about Celtic as well and uh, about what's coming up at the weekend and also Hearts in Action in Europe tomorrow night The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Thanks, Chris, for the traffic and travel, keeping you right up to date. Thanks to everyone making the switch. We're on from five every evening. A really, really strong lineup tomorrow night, as well as tonight with Andy Walker and Barry Ferguson. Tomorrow night, really strong. Stronger. Stronger. Who is it tomorrow night? We've got Oz himself, Craig Moore. And Peter Grant will be here tomorrow. So I was just saying, you two, it's great. Everyone knows you so well. But did you play against each other? Now, I know Barry's a fair bit younger, Andy. Yes. And I knew it wasn't in your days at Celtic. But uh, Barry, you've reminded me, you did play against Andy. Yep, 99. Yeah. Air United. Uh-huh. I, you were just coming to the end of your, your I was, career. I, I was just starting. Barry was a young pup. And mm-hmm. uh, Rangers beat us 2-0. Yeah. We are talking about it last week because yeah. Craig Moore Craig played. Moore. Yeah. But the best man in the park was Van Bronckhorst. I can't believe you yeah. said that. <laughs> <laughs> you were very young though, weren't you? You were, what, 17 close. or something? Yeah. He was close, but Van Bronckhorst... How good was Van Bronckhorst to play against? Oh, just yeah. uh, the way he took the ball, the way he received the ball, the way he passed it, short, long. Mm. Uh, I'm sure you learned a, mm. a good bit from players yeah, like he, that. he was. You could tell he was, he was going to move mm. pretty quickly. Um, and he, I think it was £9 million down to Arsenal. Wow. And yeah, then you just look exciting. at the career he had. He went on to play with Barcelona mm. and, and captain um, the Dutch national team. Actually, ended up finishing his career the last three or four years mm. playing as a left back. Mm-hmm. But he was 
my midfield partner um, yeah. for a, a couple of years. We, we had a real strong midfield. There was a lot of competition for places at that time. There was Claudia Arena, who was a fantastic... Yeah. He, he, he was mm -hmm. one of the best players I've played with. Claude Arena, you had big George Alberts, you had two guy, you had Dale McInnes. Mm -hmm. um, uh, there was, uh, there was, it's good that, but I liked it because you knew that you had to perform. Yeah. If, you, if you weren't on it, yeah. you were out of the team. How was Andy that night? Can you remember? <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> then he got a sniff. Most of his pace, right enough, but nah, he was still yeah. dangerous. <laughs> I was at that game because I was working running the radio station in air mm. and I, I, honestly I was at the game that night um, they did have hospitality at Somerset Park because the oldest ground in, in the country really, I, I, I don't it? know what it yeah, was still, but I've played at Somerset Park maybe four or five times mm. I always enjoy playing there why great surface yeah, great surface yeah. it was always in good nick <laughs> it was I don't know why um, I think because my old grander he moved down there right. I used to go down there on my holidays Can't be but I, yep. I just enjoyed playing at Somerset yep. Park Best in the West, that's us here on the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors' top team tonight, Barry Ferguson and Andy Walker. And Regan's on the line. Hi, Regan. Paul, how are you doing? All right? Really good, thanks. So these two, I'm just keeping them in check. But uh, no, nah, it's good. Hope you're enjoying it. How's things with you? Hi. Uh, Paul, I'm doing well. I'm looking forward to, to popping along to, to Celtic Park on, uh, on Sunday. I want to ask uh, Andy and uh, Barry the, do you think that uh, obviously there's been talk that this week about the the director of football from from uh, Robinson's side saying that possibly they could challenge Rangers or Celtic? But for me, this is probably the biggest uh, the biggest test for Celtic, because Celtic or Rangers, because I think this year, sadly, the uh, Rangers and Celtic are too good, too are too. Um, too well drilled for the rest yeah. of the teams in the, the Scottish Premiership. Barry, um, Andy, I'll throw yeah. it to you first. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right, Regan. And uh, you know, we did a game last year at uh, Celtic Park. It finished one 0 Maybe a controversial goal with Kyogo. That was a that was a tight match. That could have gone either way. I think earlier in the season, Celtic won three two, but it was it was a much bigger margin uh, when you look at the way the, the the game panned out. But I think you're right. I think the resources that at both Celtic and Rangers put them so far ahead of the others and the only thing I'm hoping for this season Regan is uh, Hearts were great last season and I'd like to see you know the big city clubs like Hibs and Aberdeen uh, improve their game I know that Aberdeen have changed with their manager a whole new set of players uh, and I'd like Hibs wasn't impressed with them at all a couple of weeks ago against Hearts mm. but I'd like to see them be a bit more consistent and challenge, challenge hearts, if, if nothing else. Barry? I don't think anybody, any team, can challenge Rangers or Celtic. I've said that, that both squads are, are just too strong and, and fully quality. And, and when they pick a starting 11, the strength and depth that they've got in the bench. But for me, hearts are the third force just now. I think Robbie's built a, a real good squad there. I was speaking to Andy off air. I'm just so impressed. With, with, I've always liked boys. Mm -hmm. I think he's a real danger. Um, good technically as well. Shanklin knows where the back of the net is. I thought his goal against Hibs was fantastic goal. Um, and then you've got Barry Mackay floating in behind that. And you've obviously got the goalkeeper and mm -hmm. Craig Gordon, who is still a top keeper. So, yep, yeah, I, I think it's hearts are the, the, the third force at this moment in time. But in terms of him, they challenging Rangers or Celtic. I, I can't see it. 
No, there'll be another Celtic Rangers and then maybe another 30 points before you get to third by the time the season's end. But you can never rule out, you know, the, the type of result that we saw early last season. Dundee United beat Rangers, big surprise. Uh, Livingston beat Celtic, big mm. surprise. And then you get the the odd draw. Uh, I mean, Celtic drew against Livingston at home. They, they drew against St Mirren away. Rangers had their problems with, with Hearts at Ibrox. I think Motherwell as well. So you can never take it for granted but they are they're streets ahead both of them Regan you must be happy after the weekend I know it's a few days ago but five goals in the sun at Kilmarnock and five different scorers oh Paul I think uh, Jota was just, just, I think Jota was outstanding I think he was brilliant um, I, I want to ask to ask Andy as well because someone that I'm really impressed with is a new central defender Ed Jens mm-hmm. I think he's looked I think he's looked very good so far and um, I think he could be maybe pushed up if he plays at centre back, Andy. Fans yeah. are loving him, aren't they? I, again, I think you're right, Regan. And the one thing that he does differently is he can step out from the the back line, move forward into midfield and beyond. And he looks really comfortable just where he's he's uh, he's passing and 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 being in possession. So I think you know you've seen him score a couple of goals. Uh, the overhead kick or uh, you know that snapshot at the weekend the, the, the corner up at Ross County he's obviously got an aerial threat but uh, right now it looks as though it's it's Carter Vickers and one other and uh, right now Jens has got the jersey I, I think he looks the part Barry great start for Jens yeah I've been impressed with him got the goal up at Ross County mm-hmm. um, watched him on a difficult surface but one thing about him he, he tries to play tries to play it was his ball that set up the no set up the goal but he started the move with the ball fired didn't he um, the, uh, Taylor who was on the half turn and obviously played a great ball through to Mieda and then jo- and, sorry uh, Kyogo gets the goal so yeah been impressed two goals two games he, look, he looks a presence as well um, so yeah early early doors I think the Rangers uh, sorry the Celtic fans will be impressed by him Regan, who do you fancy coming to town then? Because a week tomorrow we'll have the draw. Uh, uh, I would say Real Madrid, Paul. Real Madrid would, would be nice for me. Real Madrid. I'm uh, just laughing because every, everyone's saying Real Madrid. <laughs> They're wanted. I remember as a 15-year-old, Regan, uh, it was the busiest I'd ever seen Celtic Park and uh, it was Celtic playing Real Madrid and uh, Celtic won 2-0 and um, it was George McCluskey and Johnny Doyle that scored and uh, that's the busiest I'd ever seen Celtic at that time maybe apart from when we played Dundee to to win the league in in 88 there was people coming from one end of the ground to the other but uh, yeah the old Celtic part was rocking that night it would be great to see Real Madrid again the champions Barry amazing isn't it 2-0 at home yeah I just wanted to say Andy I did hear him say that he played for Bielston Junior that's, that's where I'm from Andy Bielsen, well I, it's a it's a great pity Regan they're, they're no longer <laughs> uh, a club uh, I mean we got to I only played one year at uh, Junior and we got to a cup final and I think I got a move to Motherwell on the strength of that game you said that last and week, it, yeah. it's a great pity oh. that uh, they're no longer there but Junior football used to be a, a pathway yeah. you could play uh-huh. Junior then get to yeah get to a club like Motherwell who were in the the old uh, first division but maybe not so much now Kenny Douglas he went from Cumbernauld didn't he to oh, Celtic yeah. try to think of some Rangers players that went in those days back. I remember yeah. Dugiana at Motherwell he yeah, played the striker 
Did he? Andy Millen sure, played did. with Paul. Uh-huh. Can we think of a Rangers one who went there? Bat- I remember Dougie Arnott. Dougie Arnott. Ah, he was, yeah, I just remember. before your time. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think I played against Neil. Dougie Arnott. Did you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Dougie. Billy really McNeil good. went from Blantyre Vicks and Jimmy Johnson, yeah. Blantyre Celtic. Yeah. Amazing. Reagan, I'm trying to ask Barry about Real Madrid and you and Andy are talking <laughs> about so we'll <laughs> pay you on another channel. Reagan, thanks very much for calling. Enjoy the game. What's your scoreline Sunday? 2-1 uh, to Celtic 2-1 to Celtic Barry you're uh, no, you're like, I, no I think Celtic will win convincingly um, I think Hearts obviously they've got the game tomorrow night Robbie will obviously want to get through and make sure they're in the Europa League um, but I don't think it would have made a difference I think Celtic at home as I said earlier on I think both Rangers and Celtic squads are too strong and, and fully too much quality Andy, I'll ask you in a second because you know we've got the predictor, score predictor. Every Friday, we've teamed up with Clyde Built Home Improvements and we're giving the listeners a chance to win every Friday. £100 for coming on, but predict the not the scores, just the result. Win. Home away, draw. That's exactly, that's why you are... I don't think uh, I was good yeah. last week. I, I got this and one wrong Thank as well. Rubbish. You're not very good at all. <laughs> room, room, uh, for improvement. room for improvement, Mr Walker. Um, so last week, Ryan, he got three out of six. So he walked away with £100. But register for this weekend. So it's go online to thisisgo.co.uk and you could be in with a chance of adding the jackpot, which now stands at £600. That was more than a week's... Well, it is for, for most people, but uh, no, we'll not go into what they paid then and what they pay now to players. But yeah, this is go.co.uk. Give us a call uh, with our friends at Clyde Built Home Improvements. You could be in a chance of winning. What's your scoreline then for Celtic? Home Hearts. win. Home win. Uh, that's all you need to say. <laughs> What's your scoreline? <laughs> hey, yeah. A bit like Barry, I think. Yeah. You know, normally at this stage of the season, it's Celtic with you know, qualifiers and uh, Hearts haven't had any qualifiers like that in, in recent years but it's Hearts now that are having to deal mm-hmm. with a game on Thursday night and then a game on Sunday. It's very draining. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they how they cope and how he, how Robbie uses his squad but I can see Celtic winning that one comfortably. And for Rangers, you touched on it earlier, you think Rangers are going to win against Hibs? Yeah, I just think it's the type of fixture where, mm. uh, you know what it's like, Hibs, uh, Easter Road will be busy, uh, yeah. there'll be a really big crowd, there'll be a great atmosphere, but uh, Rangers tend to, to do well there, I fancy Rangers to win. No sunshine on Leith, it's going to be a bit of rain I think on Sunday. I, I, I love that, <laughs> I love that anthem, but uh, no, not, on, not on Saturday. Barry, you're not so sure, back to 2016, the sunshine on Leith, Rangers against Yeah, Hibs. I think he'll yeah. freshen it up. He'll yeah. bring in guys like Ryan Jack and, mm-hmm. and Scott Arfield. Look, I may be wrong because the last two Rangers teams that you've asked me to pick, I, have, um, I, I was pretty close in, uh, last night. You were. Pretty as yep. part for Stephen Davis. Um, i never seen that coming. But you would have played him anyway. <laughs> you you yeah, would have. I, I've said yeah. before that Stephen Davis mm-hmm. has still got real quality and is good enough to play week in, week out for um, Rangers. But I think... Celtic will win convincingly 3-0 and I think Rangers will win by a couple of goals at Easter Road. We're never too far away from the big two. A lot of attention on Rangers tonight. Uh, the big news we gave you just after five, James Tavernier has signed an extension to the contract, taking him well into his 30s. So you'd imagine it'd be, what, maybe four years. It's two years already to go, another two years there. Barry, you welcome that. Yeah, he, des- yep. he deserves it. He's been a immense footballer for, for Rangers. He's... Um, his record in terms of appearances has been unbelievable 
his goals and assists over the, the course of the years has been unbelievable. And listen, he, he deserves it. As I said, he's, he's a proper leader um, and he's one of Rangers' most important players. So it's great news uh, for the club, great news for the Rangers fans and he thoroughly deserves it because, as I said, I always like see, seeing people getting rewarded when he's come through a tough time and a couple of years he, he went through a tough time in terms of getting a bit of stick off the Rangers fans but he's come through that and showed his quality on the pitch. Sure has, hasn't he, Andy? He was uh, he's shown backbone because he was criticised heavily after making comments about you know how yeah. Rangers would be in yeah. front of people. That's, yeah, I th- seems I think a long time ago now. It seems yeah. a long time ago, but you need broad shoulders to to be as successful as he's been uh, with Rangers to play as long as he has done, and to play at that level. And when you look at the role of the the modern fullback, you need to be you need to be on the front foot. You need to be much more of an attacking threat, and that. It puts you under pressure because you're sometimes your starting position is so high up the pitch. You you know you're leaving yourself uh, exposed, but uh, you know the way that Rangers play, I think his game has improved over the years. The manager spoke about him and his part in that first goal. Yeah, well, I mean it's it's um, you know it's what we've what we've shown before. You know with the with the quality we have on the pitch, the attack, the the speed of play, and of course. Getting uh, Tev in those areas where he can cross the ball, uh, we become very dangerous. So I think the movement in that uh, attack was was good. That's why we scored a goal because you know against a, a team like PSV, you need to have those attacks and movements to to create chances. And I think the the first goal was an example. Uh, you know how you have to attack them. Have you got your team for next week, or is it going to be too soon to give us the team for? PSV for the Rangers teams too early, yes, isn't it? I know. On Saturday. All right. <laughs> One game at a time. And come on, you two. <laughs> it's going to be some week, isn't it? It's huge. The countdown is on. Barry will be with us on Friday night, um, and we'll we'll ask you then. I know you've got the Hibs game coming up um, before that uh, Saturday lunchtime. Quick break, and then we're back with more from GVB. We're going to look at Hearts as well for tomorrow night, and a bit more in Celtic. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Thanks to everyone calling and uh, on the socials as well Loads of Rangers fans asking about what's going to happen next week It's PSV against Rangers 2-2 last night And Andy, you were saying the game, if if there's a neutral That was a good game to watch, wasn't it, last night? Great game to watch. I mean, plenty of plenty of goals. I don't think you expected uh, the softness of the goals. You mm. expect. I mean, the the Rangers goal from Cholak. What a move that was. Um, but I think you saw the quality at times from uh, PSV. And actually, one of the best chances they had was early on from De Jong, who put yep. that volley mm. over the bar. You expected him, at the very least, to get in target. Yeah, that 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 was a early warning yep. sign mm. that the quality that they've they've got, and certainly De Jong. You do expect him to hit the back of the, at least hit the target. So Rangers get away with one there. But look, I, I did enjoy it. Listen, it's more enjoyable when you win. But listen, Paul, they're still in a tie. That game next Wednesday is going to be a cracker. Because both teams need to go and win it. And I, I, I honestly believe that they'll go and attack each other. You've seen the way PSV played last night. They weren't sitting back behind the ball and trying to frustrate Rangers. They were pretty open and attack-minded. And so were Rangers. And I believe... The game next Wednesday is going to be pretty similar. Sir Alex, of course, was in the crowd alongside the greatest ever Ranger, John Gregg. You saw them up there. Great to see Sir Alex at the game. 
Um, Gakpo, he could be off to his Manchester United, but probably not before next Wednesday. Oh, I thought you were going to say he's away. Yeah. They can sell him. <laughs> yeah. They know if they want, that's yeah. all right. We can let him go. Maybe. He's got his uh, charity golf day tomorrow. Sir Alex. Sir Alex. Are you playing? No. Yeah. No. 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 Not this time. Because you two have played against each other, haven't you? In golf days, charity golf days. Sir Alex is amazing, though, isn't he? And the other, well, great to see him fit yeah. and well, and the, the other good picture and uh, with him and uh, Ruud van Nistelrooy, yeah. who he had at Man United, of course. of course. So to see to see him taking up a coaching role, he, he's always had a really good word um, uh, with uh, guys that he managed. Mm. I'm sure Grant, he was at Man United for a. You know, when he gets sacked at one of the clubs, I'm sure Sir Alex asked him in for a, you know, for a week or something. I'm sure Grant, he would tell you he did. a bit about that. Because I'll he, ask him tomorrow. He, he learned yeah. a lot and he was obviously putting a session on for mm-hmm. for some of the great players. I'm sure Ronaldo mm-hmm. was, was there at the time. I think he phoned him and Peter Grant thought it was somebody else and hung aye, up. Aye. Um, he but is what, amazing, what Alex. What a great uh, thing to do for that, someone... I can't remember what, what Granny where he was at the time what yep. job uh, he, a few clubs Granny what job he'd lost <laughs> yeah <laughs> but the capacity that people like well people he's unique Sir Alex Ferguson has yeah. to remember people uh, and you know and to reach out to them I think a skill. number of people when they lose yeah. their job in football Sir Very Alex skill. is on the when line you look at the number of players that he's coached that went into management yeah. as well um, yeah. but Andy's right in what he mentioned they're great to see him well mm. up and about and, and look at the difference since he's left Manchester United as manager. The decline in Manchester United over the last, was that, nine years yeah. since he, he retired. This was his yeah, last season could 10 be doing years ago. Back there. Yeah. I know, he, I think he's back there as a director. Yes, he? he's still on yeah. the on the board. They appointed him on the board yeah. for this season, mm. yep. Yeah. He could be doing with him there. Mm. Just sure, sure could. In the dugout. Last night, Rangers 2-2, GVB afterwards. How did he feel about the performance? Today we gave everything. You saw at the beginning we were all a little bit nervous. I think PSV had a better start. After the 1-0, especially the last 15-20 minutes, I think we took over the game. And I think the goal we scored was an excellent attack from us. Second half, we, we came to one of course, uh, in front. Of course, you try to, to keep the momentum and try to search for the third goal. But we didn't. And, and of course, it's it's disappointed if you if you get a set piece against goal against uh, so late in the game but but you know we're playing against the quality side I think the differences over 90 minutes I think you could see in the score wasn't that big so happy with the performance we could have had a better result but uh, also a result who was worse I think we well, everything to play for next week when we travel to, to Eindhoven Andy not like Rangers not seeing it out at 2-1 with not that long to go yeah I, I keep going back to it. Are, are, is this Rangers team as good as the one last season that went to the Europa League final? And when you have Aribo, when you have Bassey, I think you've got more ability in midfield, middle to front with, with Aribo. And I think you've got more strength and know-how with, with Bassey at the back who really come on to a game, especially when Rangers were playing in Europe. Yeah. So that, a, a wee bit soft last night, losing mm. the two goals from a, a corner. Maybe they wouldn't have had uh, Bassey been there. And that's the challenge for these Rangers players now to show that they can win big games and they don't come much bigger than next week. And you see why you need a big squad, Barry, because you're unlucky with uh, Hollander out, John Suter out at the moment and at the back. That's where they they were lacking. Davis, of course, Ben Davies, yeah. It's very unusual that you've you've got that number of centre-backs out injured. Um, So they, they need them... Well, obviously, Davis was the big one. They spent, what is it, upwards of £4 million for him. 
Um, so they the, the want him back in as possible. But listen, the, in terms of Bassi and Aribo, big players for Rangers, but big money they got in as well. They, they couldn't they couldn't knock back that type of money no. for Bassi. Great business. Yeah. I mean, both come in for what development fees. It was yeah, two, terrific I think, business. I think um, Bassi was two hundred thousand, mm-hmm. and Aribo was three fifty. Half so a million between them. And they, yeah, and they, they go, go for, for big, over 30 million. They go for big bucks. Yeah. But I've noticed Arebo got off to a real good start um, yeah. down at Southampton. I, I think he's one of the ones where if he goes down there and Andy's down watching the Premier League quite often, see if he does well this year, I could see him moving on. Kicking mm-hmm. on, aye. Yep. He could. Great goal he scored yep. against uh, Leeds. Mm-hmm. Really good. Are you this weekend? I know obviously you've got Hibs um, against nope, Rangers. No, nope. Hibs Rangers. My next game down south is at uh, Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough ah, right. Swansea. Swansea, yeah. Back to GVB and that point we have about the set pieces. Not like Rangers uh, to lose out on both occasions. Oh, I mean the first one. I think we had the first contact, and you know then you you. I think the header was going to the back of a player, so the ball stayed in the area, which was unlucky. In the second one, yeah, we have to defend stronger and make sure we do everything to have the first contact. Uh, so, yeah, of course, we need to improve it because next week, again, they, they will they will be dangerous in set pieces. So it's definitely an area we need to improve. But, you know, we, uh, we have to improve every game we play. Barry, if Ben Davies is fit, do you think he would be in on Wednesday? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That height. Yeah. yeah, I think it was important that he got the, the game time. Um, at the weekend against St Johnson and I'm sure if he was fit he would have started um, but you can hear it in Gio's voice there he's frustrated at the, the goals because they're bad goals to lose certainly when you, you lose one you don't want to lose another set piece and certainly when you're that goal in front defend for your life so yeah it'll be really disappointing it's something Rangers really need to sort out quickly as possible yeah they had an occasion last year where they were yeah. they were flexible and they put Lundstrom in at the back. Did they not? Mm-hmm. It was like a back five they did against. Who was it? Was it Dortmund? Yep. And it, it worked. It, it worked really well. Mm-hmm. There was a flexibility about Rangers at that point. Where I mean, they were so capable again through difficult two-legged uh, games. But I mean, Lundstrom's effective in the in the middle I of the park. You know, he, he can do a job in the back three. He can, I eh? mean, he, he done well, but. I just think he's come on mm. leaps and bounds. There's another player, Andy. We were speaking mm. about that last week. Come in for a fair <laughs> bit of criticism. Could have went away. I think mm. it was Middlesbrough. His old manager, Wilder. Knowing what, it, knowing what it's like, Barry. It, as you say, it's good to see people take that, come through it, and yep. and, and be better. You know, yep. shows it's you great got to see good, good, good character, uh, good strength of character. You yep. could have been watching him at Middlesbrough. You know, your next game aye. down south. Aye, aye, aye. We could remember yeah. that, and then and there was a real chance. Yeah. And unless Celtic never battered Rangers mm-hmm. at Celtic Park 3-0 that's when he made the change and he brought mm-hmm. Lundstrom into the team the following game and he's just become he became stronger and stronger and he's probably one of the first names in the team sheet mm-hmm. What about Morelos before we go um, he's outstanding especially in Europe his record for Rangers he missed out since what February, March time, he March. hadn't played. So March, yeah, on the way to Seville. Um, he didn't come on last night. The manager was asked about it. Well, I think Antonio played really well. You know, I didn't want to change him to bring him on. I think Antonio was in the game. He was he was fighting. He was he was giving pressure. He was dangerous. He was strong. So I know we have five five substitutes, but, you know, sometimes you want to, to sub when you want to change something or, or get some freshness in. And for me, I think Antonio didn't need that.
what's the manager going to say to Morelos in the next few get days? Fit. Yep. <laughs> get fit as quickly as possible. Because yeah. you need to be challenging. Look, Sholak's shown that he's um, his first choice just now. And rightly so, because he's, he's scored four goals in four games. But I've always maintained, Paul, even when he's had a bit of criticism, I really like Morelos. When he's fit and he's at it, he's a, he's a top striker. Andy, what would you be saying if you were the manager? I, I wonder if he'll get some game time at Easter Road. As you say, that uh, great uh, physical clash that he always has with Ryan Porteous. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that will come up again on Saturday. But I think he'll get some game time at the weekend. You know, at least at least half an hour because I think you it, it it is a nice option to have if you're not going to start him next week. And I don't obviously I don't think you will. But if if you're chasing a goal. Who better on the European stage than uh, Morelos to come on and try and get you one if you're if you're chasing a goal? Mm. If it was nil nil, Barry or one one two two, whatever. I know you think it's going to be a number of goals again next week. I think week. it's going to be an open game. Yeah, bring I them don't. both on. Could he come on and you keep Cholak on? Yeah, well, as Andy's just mentioned, there his record in European football. He broke Coise's record last season. I think mm. it was. He's shown. Much to Ali's disgust. Yep. <laughs> you could see he was too happy. Um, yeah. So, listen, he's got to get fitter. Yeah. There's no doubt. He's missed a lot of football, Paul. He's been out for five months, but he needs to get back to the level he was before he got injured because, yeah. as I've spoken about, speaking to Gio and Roy Mackay, they took five kilos off. Yeah. You've seen a difference in him over that four-month period. He could get about the pitch. He looked hungry. He had a real desire about him. And he needs to get back to that because when he's like that, He's a top striker, as I said. What about tomorrow night then? FC Zurich against Hearts. I see Ron Gordon, the Hibs chairman, found himself in the same flight as some of the Hearts fans. Oh. Uh, I wonder if you've ever ended up in a, a Rangers flight, Andy, or you in a Celtic I, fight, I, I, fight? Not in a Celtic flight, no. but I was doing my pro licence. I was finishing yeah. it off about five, six years ago. And I, we had to go across once a month uh -huh. for the weekend. Oh, yeah. So it was a Saturday, so you had to yeah. do Saturday night and Sunday night. And I wasn't even thinking because Celtic were at home. Obviously, there's a lot of fans from um, Northern Ireland. Yeah. So I get so on the plane and it was just full of Celtic fans. Mm. I was the only one and they made sure I sat at the front. I was getting a few things lobbed at me. But see, in general, yeah. it was good it was banter. It was yeah, it was, it was good banter. They were having so a laugh and a joke. There's, there's actually been too many times I've been a Rangers like. I used to work with the greatest living Scotsman, as he calls himself, Archie McPherson. Of course, yeah. When we were doing Champions League yeah. and we'd, we'd uh, go out with some Rangers fans to whatever. You know, Bratislava, I think. I remember one that was particularly rowdy. But um, as Barry says, normally it's pretty good banter. Peter Grant at this point would be saying he was in Celtic flights getting sticked from the fans <laughs> but Peter you're far too hard on yourself Andy what about Hearts how are they going to do in Zurich how do you think I this hope will we do go? well yeah. we've had a poor results from Motherwell poor mm. results from Dundee United I hope Hearts uh, can go over there and, and get something keep the keep the tie uh, alive for the second leg at Tynecastle, and I'm, I'm hopeful I, I don't know a great deal about Zurich but I, I like the way that Robbie has put together a really you know, strong squad there. And, uh, yeah, I, I hope they can get a, a good result and see it through at Tynecastle next week. Yeah, I'm the same. I hope they go over. The last couple of teams have not been great in Europe. Andy's just mentioned them. Um, Robbie's got a, a good squad. Listen, I think last season, they've done great. They thoroughly deserved I mean, it was a canter to finish third for them. Um, and I hope they go over there and get a result that the tie's still alive when they come to, come to Tynecastle. Zurich, I've, I noticed they're bottom of the league. Mm -hmm. They've got off to a bad start. 
Um, but listen, they'll still be a, a decent team. Um, so look, I hope Hearts get through. Good game management. That's what they need, isn't it? But with uh, Robbie yeah, Nielsen, good experience there yeah. as well. Yeah. Obviously, and the keeper and Craig Gordon yeah. in goals. He's he's oh, been man. there, seen it, and done it. Um, and throughout their team, they've got good experience. So I think Hearts should have enough. Whether they win over there or not, just make sure they keep the tie going. And they get to Tynecastle, brilliant place to play Tynecastle when it's full. Loved it there, playing um, at Tynecastle. So look, I hope they get through and they've got every every chance to do. That's the two hours have come and gone on the day when Rangers it's 2-2, so still very much in it. But Andy, you think slight favourites are PSV? But yes, PSV have yep. got to be favourites. They're at home, they've uh, done the difficult task coming to Glasgow, putting up with all, uh, all that that entails and getting a couple of goals. But Barry, still hopeful for next Wednesday. Yeah, hopeful, yep. but listen, it's going to be tough, but... Rangers have shown that they, they can get good results away from home in Europe. This time tomorrow night, well, at five o'clock, it will be Craig Moore, Peter Grant, and me, Paul Cooney. Thanks, guys. Coming up next after the news is Jokal Day. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! go, 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 go. Service your existing car with us right now. <laughs> And it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available. So book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December.